this podcast shit, this shit is really therapeutic. Like this is this is like my one man show right now. Like uh, doing this is really getting me through a lot right now. And the fact that I could channel all my energy into this podcast is really like you know helping me get through life right now. Because things things are far from perfect right now. But you know what? You know. I got something uh, to really look forward to. But with that being said, cue the intro. And be a good, you know, you know, you want to be a good dude to your girl, and 
it's like when you're not, and then you figure out why, and then you figure out, like, you know, you had a lot to do with that. You know, it, it humbles you. It makes you feel like shit, and it really makes you want to, you know, it makes you want to jump in action right in the narrative to fix things. But we all know, you know, you can't just fix it. You know, you can't just say stuff to fix it. You got to, like, show that person that you love and care about them. You know, and with this, you know, I'm stuck in a, in a you know, difficult spot right now because, you know, while she still loves me, she doesn't want to be with me. As much as I want to be with her, as much as I expressed it, you know, she's, she has her mindset that she wants to, you know, move on from this relationship, which at the end of the day, I got to respect because, you know, I did my part in screwing it up. You know, I, I played the biggest role in it. And, you know, we, we both not perfect. But she tried to be as perfect as she could for me. And, and you know, I respect that and I love her for that. I just wish I could have did better. But that aside, you know, I, I had a huge loss back in July when my grandmother passed. And, and I think that played a role in a lot of... Uh, a lot of how I reacted going forward with, you know, with my now ex-girlfriend. Because, you know, taking a loss like that was hard. Like, her losing her was hard. But how it happened was, uh, was crazy. Because she had took a, her legs had gave out on her maybe about two weeks before that. And she was just in her apartment getting herself together for, for her day or whatever. And know washing up and her legs gave out so i wake up to a text from my aunt saying mommy fell you know me and your dad about to go to the hospital and, you know everything was cool she was in good spirits and everything but she had a you know she had a, a regular heartbeat so with that you know they kept her for about three days up in buffalo general and then you know, they sent her off into the uh to the nursing home for rehab so uh, so me and um, Nicole, which is my ex-girlfriend, me, her, and her daughter had went up there. Me and Nicole were in Toronto for my birthday that weekend. My birthday is June 28th, man. Go figure. Three days later, I lose my grandmother. So it's kind of crazy. But we went up to uh, to see her, me, her, and her daughter. And my grandmother didn't look right. You know, she, she didn't look like herself. So me immediately just noticing that, you know, I kind of was keeping an eye on things, and her voice was different. Like my grandmother, she sounded like she had like that smoke, that smoker's voice, and it threw me off. And she said she had a cold because of the air conditioning. But you know, as we the longer we there, she's she's struggling more and more to talk. So. She said my dad was going to bring her some cough drops. So in the middle of that, I called my dad and, you know, I let him know, like, something not right about her. And my dad's kind of like, you know, she good. She got a cold. She'll be all right. You know, she just, she just got a cold. He was like, I'm going to bring her some cough drops tomorrow. So I'm kind of getting pissed on the phone because I feel like, you know, he's not listening to me. So then uh, Nicole and her daughter, you know, they, they leave out to go to, uh, to family dollar to go get the cough drops and everything so i'm just chilling with my grandmother and, and she's struggling more and more and she keep wanting her water so i get her big cup that she had and she 
you know, sipping through the straw. So I'm just like, fuck it, let me go get somebody. So I go get the, uh, go to the nurse's station and, and tell her, the nurse, like, you know, there's something going on with my grandmother. Like, I don't like the way my grandmother's looking. Can you come take a look at her? She's like, okay, no problem. So as soon as we get back in the room, she just slumps over. So it's like, that happened, my heart drops. You know, she calls out cold blue. And, you know, she tells me, I, like, at this point, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still calm, despite what just happened. And then she tells me I have to leave out the room. And, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, that's no problem. And seeing all them people rushing to her room, you know, I, I lost it. And then on top of that, my phone ain't getting no service up there, so I couldn't even call nobody. Then, uh, they let me use the phone in, uh, in the office, so I'm blowing my dad up, calling my dad. Like, I'm calling him back to back to back to back to back. No answer. Go figure, right? You know, when a crisis is going on, nobody answers the damn phone. So, uh, eventually, I get in touch with my brother and tell him, like, you know, you need to get in touch with dad. Grandma just went cold blue. So, he like, what? And I'm like, yeah, they said they taking her to the Buffalo General. So, you know, the lady walks me out. And I'm going to get back to this part a little later, but she walks me out, you know, because she keeps asking me, you want me to walk you out? I'm like, finally I say, yeah. So by that time, uh, I get out there, Nicole and her daughter are pulling up. So I rush to the car, you know, we got to get the Buffalo General. Grandma just went cold blue, and, you know, they're taking her up there. So, you know, I'm calling everybody, and, you know, my mom, I call her, so she meets me at Buffalo General, so... We get up there, me and my mom just talking, and then eventually I asked the security, like, you know, my grandmother, they're supposed to be bringing her here, her name is Thelma Middlebrooks. And he was like, when he said, we don't have anybody there by that name, you know, my heart dropped. It was like, I knew in the back of my mind she was gone. She wasn't there by now, she wasn't coming. And then I get the phone call from my dad walking outside. Uh, my brother, my two brothers, my nephew, and my uh, stepmom, we're walking up as my dad's calling. And my dad, you know, he was like, she didn't make it, man. So I just immediately broke down. I think everybody else seeing my reaction, they knew it wasn't no good news I just received. So, you know, we go back up there, you know, we uh, they clean her up. We go in there, you know, with the body or whatever to say our final goodbyes. And then going back to when I was in the office, when the lady, you know, asked did she want me to, uh, did I want for her to walk me down? I think that's why, because I think, I think she knew that my grandmother was gone. I'm not 100% sure of that, but, you know, unless she thought I was going to rush in the room or something, I, I don't, I don't know, but it was definitely a horrible day for me, and I think that was the catalyst to everything that's going on now. You know, I, I think I did push a lot of people away and not even purposely you know but the one that was by my side the whole time I pushed her away the most because you know I was going through all the emotions I could possibly go I was going through anger sadness you know I'm, I'm just feeling every emotion you could possibly feel and that's because I blame myself for my grandmother's death because I I really really should have gotten somebody when I saw that she wasn't looking right in the first place.
And I still think about that, though. Like, uh, I got so many mixed emotions about it because, for one, you know, watching her die, it's like, why me? But then, you know, me and her had the closest relationship out of her grandkids. And, and then it's like, you know, to hear people be like, she waited for me, you know, that it breaks my heart and it soothes my heart at the same time because, you know, she loved me that much. She wanted to see me one last time before she transitioned. And, and that shit is deep. And then I got mixed feelings about it because, for one, I feel like, you know, while I was there when she died, you know, she didn't die alone. She wasn't by herself. We didn't walk in in her apartment or something like that. And she was just slumped over dead and God knows for how long. And then on top of that, she didn't suffer. And I, and I think about that, too. Like, they would have revived her. She would have been hooked up to tubes and everything. And, you know, it, it would have been worse because she would have been suffering. Like, you know, even the nurses say, it was like she don't even, she went so fast, she, she probably didn't even know what was going on. And which, for somebody like her, if, if she had to go out anyway, that's the perfect way to go out for her because she was such a sweet lady. And then I got guilt, too, because, you know, not only, you know, did I not get help right away, you know, seeing that, you know, something was going on with her, you know, the the months leading up to her dying, you know, I kind of, I kind of was distant. And not distant in the way of, uh, you know, oh, I don't feel like going to go see my grandmother. Just kind of like, you know, I was busy doing a lot of other things, you know, trying to plan for my birthday, trying to, you know, get things together and and Nicole, I gotta definitely credit her because she definitely pushed for us to go up there to see her that day. And make it even more sad, that was her first time meeting my grandmother. So the first time she ever met her, you know, she died. And and this is why I love this girl so much because I feel like in a weird way my grandmother felt comfortable dying because she knew Nicole would take care of me. She knew Nikki would take care of me. Which she did. She did a damn good job. And as much as I stressed her the hell out, you know, I regret that, uh, you know, I couldn't make it right. You know, I still hope and pray that maybe one day I can. But until then, you know, I got to work on getting myself together, which is why, you know, I love doing this podcasting. You know, I ain't got many listeners yet, but at the end of the day, this is therapy for me. You know, I can express myself freely and openly. You know, which is why I'm doing this uh this this quick podcast right now. But uh I definitely uh I definitely have some things going on in my head that, you know, I gotta get right. Because I, if I can't be right for for me, I can't be right for nobody. And that's that's a fact. Like a lot of people don't understand that. Like mental health is is, is everything. You know. I really hope that I can, you know, convey this message to help other people going through similar situations because we all going through shit. We all going through shit every single day. And it's like, you know, we we sometimes frown upon people that's going through, you know, mental health issues. And it's like, it's not fair. You know, it's not fair to, to look down on somebody because they got something going on because you don't know what they've been through. Like, you know, we got people that's, you know, being abused mentally, physically. You know, you got people that have been sexually abused. You know, you got people that's just been, you know, 
bullied, put down, all that. And, you know, they not okay. Like, I am not okay. You know, I'm I'm working on it. You know, uh, it took for me to have to lose, you know, somebody I really loved and cared about. And, and the way I see it, the love of my life at this point, you know, it took for me to lose her to really think, like, I got some issues and I got to get these shits fixed. Because if, I, if, if, you know, if it don't work out to where we got a future together, you know, I got to be right for whoever comes my way next. And, you know, that, that means, you know, you know, you got to get healthy mentally, physically, you know, you got to, you got to really work on yourself to be the best version of you that you can possibly be. And that's real shit. Like, it, it take for shit to happen for you to realize that, though. It's sad to say. And, you know, it's okay, though. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're willing to accept that, you know, you got some flaws with you. And you're willing to, to build on them and make yourself better. You know, that's that's golden. Because you, you can only be you. You can't be nobody else. And part of that is really figuring out who you are and once you figure out who you are you can make yourself the best person you can be that's real talk but uh you know this podcast is really getting me through a lot right now like even as i talk now i could i could feel a lot of negative energy leaving my body and just to get it out and i hope that this can help somebody one day but uh you know until then on it soon uh, should be able to do a podcast tonight hopefully if everything works out but uh until then until then nerd boy out